We toss around the phrase healthy lifestyle or wellness lifestyle an awful lot, but what does that mean actually? I wanted to record an episode about this, about what does it actually mean to live a wellness lifestyle? And as I began making notes for this episode, I was like, wait, I've done this already. I've already recorded this episode, but clearly it is very important to me. It's an important topic. And if I forgot about an episode from last March, you probably forgot about it too. So it is really, really important to me that you listen to this topic again, if you've already listened to it, or that you listen to it if this is your first time around and you're new around here. Um, But it's a really important topic for me as we start a fresh year where there is so much Uh, media spam, social media spam, and so much talk focused around what is healthy and what is not. And most of that talk is focused around physical appearance rather than around our true health and well-being. So it's really important to me that we give this episode a listen and that we take a look at what the components of a wellness lifestyle really could be. And that might help us to frame in our head how we are going to set up a healthy lifestyle for ourselves this year. So I hope this episode gives you a little bit of clarity and a little bit of inspiration as to what a wellness lifestyle could be like for you. Enjoy. My definition of wellness is my favorite, and it is that wellness is being in a state of good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. I'll say that again. Wellness is being in a state of good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. And I love this because it puts health within our own control. It puts our wellness in our control and means that the things that we do each day and the goals that we have are what propel us toward being in better health. But again, that phrase in good health could be a lot of different things for different people. So I I gave this some reflection and I've determined that to me, a wellness lifestyle has seven components. Other wellness coaches probably have different opinions. I'm sure that Everyone who is an expert or an enthusiast in this area has their own opinions. But I think that there are seven, seven main components of a wellness Mm -hmm. lifestyle. And these come from my experience, my education, but also from conversations that I've had with other women and what they feel like makes them healthy or makes their lives flourish. Mm -hmm. So let's run down just briefly what those seven elements Mm -hmm. of a wellness lifestyle are. Number one would be nutrition. And we talk about that a lot here because not only is it a huge passion and interest for me, nourishing our bodies and exploring food and eating eating plant-based food. Um, I'm a big foodie and I really care about and enjoy nutrition, but I also know that it is a pretty simple access point for a lot of people. It's a pretty simple way that we can begin to make dramatic changes to the way that we feel and the way that we protect our health. So nutrition includes, um, to me, what we eat, what we eat, how we eat, when we eat, how we make nourishing food choices easier and more accessible, 
Um, and then also how we include supplements, how we hydrate, and even more. There's a lot underneath this umbrella of nutrition, but I think that obviously it's a crucial component and oftentimes a good starting place. Number two then would be movement or exercise, moving our bodies, improving our circulation, increasing um, our bone and muscle strength, releasing hormones that boost our mood, strengthening our immune systems. I could go on and on about the health benefits of exercise, and I'm not even any sort of any sort of fitness expert or personal trainer. The fact that I even talk about exercise so much is almost laughable if you would have known me for the first couple decades of my life, because you'd probably have found me somewhere with a book or an art project, avoiding all physical activity, um, kind of shuddering a little bit at the word sports. Um, so I'm, I am living walking proof that you can learn to move your body in ways that feel enjoyable and learn to do that simply because it is good for you. The third component is our sleep health. I think we should talk about this more as a society, but I'll just say simply today that sleep is when your body heals itself. It's when your cells repair. It's when your brain rests. No matter how busy you think you are or how poorly you think you sleep, there are actionable steps that could help you improve both your sleep length and sleep quality. And when you sleep better, you obviously have more energy, but you also have stronger cognition, more creativity, better metabolism, and better physical health. So if you are feeling strung out or like you can't break the cycle when it comes to your health, you can't find your access point to wellness, good, good night's sleep or two might be a good first place to start. Number four, fourth component of wellness here is our emotional health and our stress management. You've probably heard it before, but I'll, I'll paraphrase again. We cannot control what happens in the world around us, but we can learn to control how we respond. I believe that with my whole heart. I believe with my whole heart that you cannot control what happens in the world around you, but you can learn to control how you respond. And that does not mean for a second that I discount hardship or that I don't think that you should honor your emotions at their source. I absolutely do. We absolutely do also, though, need to learn tools and strategies for handling our emotions as they come on a day-to-day -day basis and for responding in times of stress. Otherwise, that stress, stress literally manifests itself into our physical bodies and into our physical health. And not being um, able to manage our stress or be in control of our emotions as they arise day to day can upset every other part of our world. Mental health matters. It needs to be addressed equally um, as much, if not more, than our physical health. So emotional health and stress management, our mental health in general, is a huge component for me of what makes up wellness and a wellness lifestyle. Number five. Um, you may not have thought about before. I think those first four are pretty, um, pretty like typical or traditional. And I'm going to have the last three here be things that I think are a little more personal, but that I just simply can't, can't take out of a wellness lifestyle. So number five is community. Your community might be your family. It might be people in the area you live in, um, a church group, coworkers, friends, or strangers on the internet. It doesn't matter where that community comes from, but support matters. 
we learn from others. We rely on other people for help. We experience joy with other people. Um, your community doesn't have to be big. It could be just a couple of people. We know that in a lot of ways, in a lot of areas, quality makes more of an impact than quantity, mm -hmm. right? So your community could be just a couple of people. But I, I do believe that it's really important to find those people and to nurture those relationships, to show them that you care, and then to learn to rely on them when you need help too. It's, it's mm -hmm. crucial to our mental health and emotional health to learning patterns that are good for us and help us thrive, to have those kinds of people surrounding us. If you feel like you don't have that community, if you are looking to grow your community, connect with others that are on a wellness journey, I'd love for you to check out Be Well Together. That is my online membership community. It's where other people who are interested in, in growing and learning and improving their health are hanging out working on doing that mm -hmm. together. And it's free to check out for a week. So if, if you're feeling like you're lacking in support system, please reach out, send me a message or come on over to bewellwithstuff.com slash together. I'll link it in the show notes. And there might be a place that you can find some additional community um, among us. Number six is personal growth. Um, as a person, I'm a learner. I will always be a learner. It is just in my nature that I always feel like there mm -hmm. is a skill to improve or a topic to explore or personal reflection to be done. I just enjoy that. I thrive on it. But if you think that you don't thrive on personal growth, if that's not of interest to you, or you feel like you're good the way you are, I just want to say personal growth doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be formal. It might just mean remembering that you could sometimes reflect on the stuff that you do and if the stuff that you do aligns with the kind of person you want to be, that, that's where personal growth comes. It's just taking a, a second to pause and say, how am I spending my time? How am I responding in situations? How am I treating myself? And does that align with the kind of person that I would like to be? The kind of person I want to show up in the world as? And if not, just to be open to changing it. The world is always changing. It's changing sometimes faster than it feels like we can keep up with. So personal growth might just be checking in with yourself, staying informed of what's going on around you, and then maintaining an openness that allows you to keep adjusting your views and adjusting your opinions based on learning new information, whether that is information about yourself or about the world. I think a huge factor of personal growth is starting to normalize, adjusting your views and changing your opinions based on learning new information. The last one I want to talk about is finding a sense of joy or a sense of peace. As I like to remind myself, sometimes it's good to just pause in your pursuit of happiness and be happy. And as I said, in, in regard to emotional health, that doesn't mean pretending that stuff's always good. It isn't always good. Sometimes it's crappy. Sometimes life is hard or it's not what, what you want it to be. But time is going to keep on marching no matter what. And the days are going to keep on passing no matter what. And I truly believe that we can either sink into the crappiness and let the days go by feeling lousy or we can choose to actively look for joyful moments. We can choose to find things to be grateful for, to allow ourselves to sit and breathe in moments of peace. So we can choose to let our days go by being unhappy, or we can choose something else. And 
in choosing to create a little more peace, what does that do? It reduces the stress on our lives. It reduces the stress in our bodies. When we see a day as a little more positive or a little more peaceful, we're more likely to then treat ourselves with a little more care, to feed ourselves something nourishing, to move a little bit more, to get a better night's sleep. And all of this stuff adds up over time. And that's what creates our lives. That's what creates the wellness lifestyle. There's a lot there, isn't it? it it's all connected. And it's a, it's a lot. Seven areas of our wellness to look after can feel like a lot. My job then as a wellness lifestyle coach is not to give you a plan for solving all of these areas or for handling all of these very diverse and personal areas of your life in a specific way. That's not what I do. My job is to help you work through them for you. My job is to listen to what your aspirations are regarding one area of these or multiple of these areas and to ask you the right questions to help you explore what you're really looking for. And then to help you work through research-based strategies for creating habits and routines in your daily life that are aligned with what you want. I help clients create wellness consistency. I help to make overwhelming tasks when it comes to taking care of yourself feel easier, feel more manageable and approachable. In a really comfortable and systematic way, we start to make these components of wellness a reality within the context of your daily schedule, your family, your personality, and your interests. This is about you and your wellness. It's not about creating my wellness lifestyle for you. It's about creating your version of a wellness lifestyle for you. If you would like to talk about how nutrition, movement, sleep, emotional health, community, personal growth, or joy could become a more actively pursued part of your life in order to take control of your health and well-being, let's jump on a call. Discovery calls are free. Let's jump on a call and chat about what you're looking for and how I might be able to support you in what you're doing. All that info for the discovery calls and the details of my one-on-one wellness lifestyle coaching program are at bewellwithstaff.com slash wellness coaching. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Staff, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm BeWellWithStuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.